Sherecast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 145 of I'm So Sherecast. I'm Ross Sabrelli. I'm here with Jim Sullivan. Everybody, welcome. Timmy, 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 how we doing, pal? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. That's good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Frankly, frankly, not that great. We got a lot of uh, not great stuff. The best, but not that good. Okay. So the best, but room for improvement. There, there's, Pro- there's better. Probably pretty good. We're not sure. We're going to wait and see. But a lot of people have said it's pretty good. That was really good. Thanks, man. Um, Mr. President, that was a good speech. Thank you. What's what's fucking up, dude? What's fucking up? Oh, not much. So we threw a camera this time. Will we use it? Don't know. Is it extra work? Yeah. Do I like work? No. So might not use it. But you don't like work, but you like when things work out. Fucks. I mean, can you argue with the fucking guy? So the idea is to put this on YouTube one day? Yeah, maybe even like If it tonight. works out. Yeah, if it works out. Might have to do... Yeah, it's so much work, dude. It's like at least an hour of work. That's too much. At least 30 minutes. People get paid by the hour, so that is a long enough duration where you need right. money to continue. It's a lot of work just to get pulled off YouTube. Right, you know. Well, I don't think we meet the standards and practices of of YouTube. Yeah, probably not. Because we say like wild conspiracy things, like COVID probably came from a lab. Yeah, and uh, the Earth is is round. Right. Yeah, crazy shit like that. Yeah, and you know what? Fuck YouTube. Yeah, fuck them. I use it every day, but so what? Right. People use roads person, every day, and they can complain about infrastructure. The person at YouTube that, that watches videos to see if they have to take them down, he gets 30 seconds, and he goes, up. Oh, well, they're all done. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. We're here to not waste the censor's time. We're mm. just going to cut right to the chase. Right, dude. Because we have very, very strange views on things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm looking for the frogs. What's he going to do? I'm looking for the gay frogs one. Oh, I thought that was on a... Last page, I thought. But I could be wrong. Could be fucking wrong, dude. God damn it. <clears throat> but check out this joke that Jeff Borstel did to me today. Um, so there was the this YPN fucking brewery event, right? Check, please. At, uh, what was the brewery? Uh, I'm sure you weren't there, but I'm Navigation? asking you. Navigation Brewery in, in Lowell. Dangerously close to Narragansett. I think Narragansett may be engine for navigation. Really? No, really? I, just made, I just made that up. Um, I sucked other men's cooks. But he goes, dude, you going to the thing tonight? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, do I really want to go? YPN is Young Professionals Network. That's right? correct. And we say young at heart so that we don't get, um, so that so the Northeast Association of Realtors doesn't get sued for ageism. Interesting. Right. Um, but he was like, dude, you going to the thing tonight? And I was like, I don't know, man. He's like, uh, dude, you should go. I'll go. I'll go if you go. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go. A lot of loyalty for a hired gun. Mind you, Lowell is 40 minutes in the other direction. Yeah, Lowell's far. So I was like, fine, Jeff. For you, I'll fucking go. So I go. And it's basically just like a, a garage. It's like an open garage door you just walk into. And you're in a garage that happens to have beer and fucking big tanks full of fucking beer around. Yep. <clears throat> Look around. No, Jeff. 
So I text him, I go, yo. I fucked up. You fucking almost here? He goes, not coming. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And then he went. <laughs> no, he goes, nah, man, not coming. And then I was like, dude, I'm, I came here. I came so far out of my way just for you. And he goes, so? I was like, this motherfucker. So then I'm like typing an angry paragraph. And then I just feel like a hand on my shoulder. And it's Jeff. I was like, you son of a bitch. Ah. <laughs> I was ready to fuck you in anger, dude. Classic Borstel move. Mm. Bailing out. But he was there. So. He was there. He was so there he navigated there. <laughs> good lord, dude. Yeah, um, he did. How are the beers? They're pretty good. Do they have bread? Pretty good. No bread. Potatoes, though. Okay. And they had um, had bread. fried raviolis. Whoa. Had like four of those. And then had... Uh, Couple of those. I thought they were meatballs, but they weren't meatballs. They were Aaron Arancinis. What the fuck is They're that? They're meatball sized. Little rice balls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ate the fuck out of those and uh and fucked off. Interesting. Yeah. Were there people going around with like little trays of food? No. Or were they in the tin tinfoil uh they were in the tinfoil things just in They're the not corner. like the aluminum thing. What, what, yeah, was, what element is that? It was probably aluminum, dude. Man. Is tin, is tin aluminum? Was it worth it, would you say, overall? Not, like, really. They used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. I mean, I guess it was worth it because I got to see Jeff and fucking James, who I haven't seen in... Well, I actually saw Jeff last night. Believe it or not, saw Jeff fucking How last night. How dare you? I know. Jeff fucking called us at, like... Like 7.30 p.m. And I'm just sitting here in my fucking chair being all lazy and fucking cozy and shit. Yep. And he's like, you guys want to meet us for a drink? Well, you know what's so funny? Because when Jess texted me and Karen. That's right, she did. Here's what's funny. Oh, God. So Whitney came over and stayed over last night because she had to figure out how to... She needed a tutorial on the... I don't know, something with the dress that you're, you're supposed to me. do. Oh, the uh, the uh, don't fucking say sounds it. Sounds like you're about to don't say it. Don't fucking say I it. I don't even know what it is, but it sounds uh, like you're about to say it. Uh, Come on. Oh, fuck. Come on, dude. I want to say bunt, but that's not it. It does, it does. I think it is a B word. Bustle. Bustle, dude. Come on, man. That's it. That's because correct. She has to bustle her dress. He's absolutely right. I'm telling she- you, dude, I have eight years of experience of this shit. A bustling? Not of bustling, but of knowing about the bustling happening. Interesting. So you've yeah. been... Uh, I used to watch my manager struggle with the bustling. So you've been bustling adjacent. That is correct. Interesting. Um, so yeah. So we had a fun night. We went to uh, Atkinson Country Club for dinner. Had a Jesus. bunch of cocktails and shit. Oh my God. And then Jess texted us and I was like, oh, we're out right now, but we're not going to make it all the way there. <laughs> But the funniest part is because because we were out, you need me to get you a goddamn napkin? <laughs> I'll just sit in my own filth, dude. It's fine. I'll just because we were it. out and about <laughs> at a bar, yeah. it, it felt like, oh, uh, any other time we would go, but it's totally not true. I just felt like that because I was out on a Monday night. What typically would have happened is you guys would have texted us and on a normal night, We'd be in sweatpants watching a movie. Right. And then we'd just say, no, we can't. Right, dude. So I guess either way, we were destined to uh, 
to not go. Right. But I, I do miss the Borstels. Oh, it's fucking great. And I was actually talking to Jeff on um, Saturday. Dude, their fucking kids just, just fucking sit there. They're very well behaved. Just chill. May just like was like just didn't didn't make a peep. It's amazing. People say, "Oh, the baby didn't make a peep." I literally mean not a single sound came out of her voice box the whole fucking time. I wonder if just really impressive. And then I was like, "Jeff, you realize this like is not normal. Like, you're very lucky to have a child that's not screaming their fucking head off at a restaurant." He's like, "Am I? Is that dude?" I'm oh, like, dude, "Yeah, dude, definitely." Is. Fucking Mr. Vice President. I agree. He got lucky. Jeff is a lucky bastard, though, because don't you think he's one of those guys that would always win raffles and not gamble much, but like when he does decide to do a hand at roulette, he'd win. He just but seems like he's gay. One of those guys. Yeah, like a fortunate guy. He would be like fortuitous. That. I um entered a fucking raffle at the thing that I didn't win. Didn't fucking win, dude. Did Jeff? No. Yeah. Well, that. Why, why even bring that story up? It just contradicts what I you just, just said. I figured that contradict what you just said. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so what else, dude? I had like a th- really important thing to talk about. And it's just gone. Hmm. Don't remember it. Was there anything related to this? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Actually, yeah. Do you understand that? Serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. The it's not funny is the best. It's funny. Um, it's hilarious. Wasn't there a fucking thing, dude? I was gonna say. Didn't we do something this weekend or some shit? Um, what did, did we? you do? Did we do something? I got cocked at Mr. Mike's on Saturday. What? You went to like a wedding. or I went some to a shit. wedding. Friday. It was really fucking cold too. I was freezing. Yeah, it was colder than a witch's tit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And it was an outdoor wedding, right? It was an outdoor fucking wedding. Well, yeah. And then it was like in a barn, which is like open. And then it was in like a little house thing that had like a lot of sliding doors around. So it was kind of like outside. Right. It was nice though. Had a good time? Yeah. Where was it again? Tamsworth? Tamsworth? Tamsworth. Goose pimples. Tamsworth, Hampshire. Interesting. Yeah, I know. How far a drive is that? Uh, An hour and a half from here. Ooh. Two hours from Drakeit. Interesting. I'm telling you. It's a different distance. I fucking mean it. Wow. I know. So, yeah. we So we have no content? Mm-mm. Good Nothing. Lord. Um, I really thought I had something, though. Dude, this is not very good radio. No, it's or, not. Or, vi- or, or video. video now. Jesus Christ. I probably should have thought about this. Oh, my goodness, dude. Um... I wonder, we should have a nice elaborate studio, like like Stern TV. I made French onion soup the other day, so that's pretty fucking cool, I guess. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't realize this, but it takes like four hours to make so French onion soup. what is it, cheese and it's like a bean thing? What goes over the... Are you fucking... I've always seen French onion soup, okay. but it looks very cheesy to me. That's why I stay away. Yeah, loads of beans involved. Cheese to me is like... When an old guy is walking down the sidewalk and up ahead he sees a bunch of teenagers. You just learn to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, no, so French onion soup is basically just like onions and fucking broth, right? Yeah, and, that part I like. And then you you cook a raclette, 
What the fuck is that? What the hell is even that? Let me just verify is that. Is that like was... a, a parfait or whatever you call it? Let me make sure that was even the right word. I think it's a parfait. I think that's what you're looking for. It's a fucking rat clap. Hmm. No, dude. That was not the fucking right word. You sure? Yep. Not the right word. Well, see you later. What the fuck is it called, dude? I, oh, I'm sure I was this Why far Why did you off. look it up? A crustini. That's what it is. Yeah, no Not thanks. a fucking rat clap. You just toast a little piece of bread, dude. A little fucking piece of bread. Oh, I like that. Toast it in the oven. Put a piece of cheese on it. Toast it some more. Cheese melts. Put the cheese on the fucking... In the bread on top of the thing. Or if you are a real restaurant, you put it on top and then bake it. But I'm not a real restaurant, so I bake it and then put it on top. It sounds like something that was objectively good. But because I despise cheese... It's subjectively not that good? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. No, I'm sure... Actually, I think if I was able to scrape the wall of cheese off and enjoy the soup itself, I would like it. Yeah, fuck the pain away, you know? You gotta fuck the pain away. Right, fuck um okay so so far we have nothing oh you made a soup yeah made a soup saw jeff borstel and james um what else fucking hey dude this is unbelievable joey durso has still not rsvp to the wedding he is in oh and then the lady (laughs) the lady texted us was like hey you guys your your fucking suits are in fact and i was like oh great uh, can I do like a fucking three thirty appointment on Tuesday? She goes, no. The earliest she goes, the earliest I have is eight is eight thirty in the morning. I go, that's the opposite. The opposite of what I f- was fucking looking for. Um, but okay, I'll do eight thirty on Tuesday. And then she just said nothing. And then I texted her. Uh, was it last night? I think it was last night. And I was like, um, hey. Uh, just checking. Am I good for eight thirty in the morning? And just crickets. And then at eight twenty two, she goes, "Of course." Yeah, I think you got a call because I figure she's probably in. If I got a call, then don't fucking text me. She's probably in ten group chats with a bunch of retards. You know what, dude? Then fucking call me. If you want me to call but, you, then call me. No, but you have to make the appointment. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and she was good with it. Uh, arguable. I mean, it's arguable, but either way, eight twenty-two. I was I was leaving to go to work because I was like, obviously, this lady. Well, because she said we're in at eight thirty, so she was probably like, "Why well, don't need to confirm this again?" Because maybe between the time she told me that she had an eight thirty and the betwixt? by the time betwixt and by the time I answered, somebody else took it. Folks, he's right. Listen, I'm in the business of scheduling shit and people not answering and then not showing up. So I know all about this. Put that coffee down. Well, Joey, on the other hand. But either way, hold on. Not fucking done my Jesus Christ. Not fucking done my stupid story that goes nowhere, dude. Okay. So then I show up at 845. Nobody else is there except for supposedly Karen, because I heard some lady voices off in the distance and supposedly she was there at the same fucking time. And I'm just so dumb that hearing her voice, I didn't go, Oh, that's Karen. Try no, to be anybody, you know? Yeah, that's true. Cause then you'd be a think about how embarrassing you'd be if you were like Karen. And then it was just they go dead. fucking what there's men in here. Yeah. 
And I go, no, I, I identify as a toaster. And they go, oh, thank God. Uh, but, um... LGDP, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus. Plus. But, uh, tried on the suit. Fucking great. Pants were a little long. She hemmed the pants. And she's like, how's that? And I said, too short. And she said, oh, okay. And then she made them a little longer. And she said, how's that? And I said, that's pretty good. Very nice. So that whole thing took about... 10 minutes. And then I left and went to work. Yeah, I think the longest part is putting the suit on. It's not even putting the suit on. It's getting it up from the plastic. Yes, it's taking them out of the fucking plastic. And I don't know. I'm really bad. I don't know how to fold pants and replace them on the hanger. It's not fucking easy, dude. So my shit's all fucking wrinkled now for sure. Because when uh, I put it back, I was just like, I think this is right. Well, and then they even said, don't even bother putting it back in the bags and shit. Just. Well, then, because then I walked to the front with. Uh, you know, a giant ball of plastic, and I just put it on that couch. You're weird. Well, because I don't know what to do with it. I just left it in there. In the yeah, thing. but that seemed like... Disrespectful? Yeah, because she was right in front of me when I left it on the couch. So I was like, all right, well, now she just she's going to clean that up immediately. Right. Here's the thing, though. You're paying the money for the suit, and then you're paying for the seamstress, which Joey has a big problem with, which I'll let you get into. Yep. Might as well get your money, in Joey's perspective, might as well get your money's worth and make them pick up the plastic. You're totally right. That's how, that's how Joey's mind would work. I agree. So Joey, who's a complete disaster. You're kidding. He You're goes, kidding me. So with Joey, he's the only one in the wedding party that mm. I feel the right. need to kind of handhold. Do, do a little bit of this. Yeah. Joey, this way. Come on, buddy. And the thing with Joey is he... You it's, like, it's like talking to someone in China. The hours of operations are like from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. Right. So that there's no urgency on his part to get back to you. And you got you to gotta always tell him that things are an hour before they are. And yeah. that way, he'll only show up 15 minutes late. So he's in these group chats. So he's up to date. But I still have to be like, <clears throat> you know? Yeah, right. So I said, hey, dude, your suit is ready. He goes, wait, they never told me this. <laughs> I said, your suit's ready. They just need to hem it. So I would make an appointment. It only takes about 10 to 15 minutes. And then he goes, word, how much is it to hem? Never mind. I just read the group chat, the group <sighs> text. And then he did the the two dot ellipses. I love that. That's classic, Joey. And I said, yeah, it's like 30 bucks. I think it's 30 bucks, right? Yeah, it's 30 bucks. So, then, so that was at uh, 8.30 last night. Um, so I'm like, all right, we're good. Then I went to bed probably at like 11. Fair enough. And I wake up this morning to this message from him at 11.22. So this is about almost two hours from when he said, all right. He goes, what? So th- this must have been he, like brewing in his mind. Right. He's fuming. And I get it. It is it is inconvenient. He probably lives the farthest of the wedding party from Newburyport. But you know what you do? He doesn't even... F- I won't go into it. <laughs> but he goes, what a... So this is from 1122. What a crock of fucking shit, though. And it's not a big deal at all. I don't want you thinking I'm like really upset about tuxedo process. <laughs> but it's like, why do my measurements and shit if you're going to send me a tux that don't fit me? Just send me a text that fucking fits. That's why we go to get fitted. You feel me? 
Jesus and then he did Christ. question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Oh, and he still did the two ellipses for the right before. question mark and exclamation Yeah, yeah. So you're supposed to wait to find out that he's enamored, or not enamored, but yeah. uh, and then so exacerbated. I, so then I messaged him and I go, yeah, dude, this is what happens when you're in a fucking wedding and you're wearing a custom suit. Like, if I buy a suit for men's warehouse... When I go in to buy it, they just fucking, you know, if it needs hemming, they just fucking mark it right there. Here's the thing, too, is in Joey's mind, he just bought like a $1,500 suit. Right. Where they go, they give you champagne. So none of this happened. We walked in, 15 guys, they measure your fucking chest, your neck, and like your arm length, and then like that's it. And she's like, oh, what size pants are you, large? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll fucking hem them when they come in. That's what it was. Took three fucking minutes, if that. And don't all suits, maybe not all, but don't the majority of suits come with unhemmed pants? Yes. Like, you're never going to... Well, so that's, I guess, where I'm going is, in Joey's mind, he just he just bought, like, a $1,500 suit, which he fucking didn't to, like, 300 bucks and whatever. But, like, if he did that, they would have went in, they would have measured his neck, his right, arm length, right, right. the fucking width of this, that, the length of his fucking inseam. They would have measured the fucking width of his fucking thigh. Yes. The width of his fucking waist. Every fucking thing. It would have taken so long. Because that would have been a bespoke process. Yeah, and then they would have literally cut fabric pieces and sewed them together and right. sent it to Joey, and it would have just fit when he put it on. Right. But this is like a warehouse full of jackets and pants, and they take the one that's closest to fitting you. Right. And send it. And if it needs alterations, they alter it. And I told you, I'm like, dude, I know it's a fucking pain in the ass, but. Is it really though? I've been in like uh, four weddings, I fucking think, fuck. Mm. And I had to do this for every every one of them. Right, fuck. It's not that hard, fuck. Oh, I know it's not. It really isn't. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's a mild It's a mild inconvenience. But I guarantee you it's, it's going to be three weeks from today where I'm texting them. Going, hey, did you get that? And he's going to go, oh, fuck. He goes, wait, they, you you didn't get it for me? <laughs> uh, and he's going to show, and you know he's going to show up wearing flip-flops. Oh, yeah. And then uh, she's like, oh, I'll give you the date for when to come pick it up. I was like, okay. She's looking at the fucking computer. She's like, how's, how's fucking Tuesday the 26th at 1030? I was like, that was like oddly specific. Like you didn't ask me like what's good for me or anything. I was like, yeah, sure. She goes, great, because that's when Tom, Tim, and Steve are coming. She's right. I said, that was pretty good on your She's part. She's absolutely right. Might as well lump us together. You know? And that one, we're probably just going to try them on and then fuck right off. Yeah, fuck right off. You know what I mean? Yeah, because at that point, if you put them on and then like they still don't fit, and you're like, oh, can you fix this? They're going to be like, oh. Right. Sure, dude, yeah. Right. You know? He's right. And they almost gave me a jacket that was like way too big. Glad I fucking said yeah, some you shit. Said you said know? you were like a 40. I'm like a 44, like you're long or regular. And they tried to give me like a 46 regular. And then I was like, I, th- I yeah, think you were is- smart to stop them. Yeah. Like I had to pace around and fucking overthink it for a while. And I was like, I just- well, the good thing with the jacket is that's like a fucking easy fix. Cause when we went in with Karen's dad, he tried the suit on. And he's like, this jacket's like, it just feels fucking tight. And then she got like a 46 off the rack. And she was like, 
oh, try this on, see if this feels better. And he was like, yeah, that feels better. And she's like, all right, that's fine. We'll just get you a 46. Mm. So I guess it wouldn't have been the end of the world. Well, right. So at first they gave me the 46. I was like way too big. So I got the 44 because I prefer shit to be a little small than yeah. too big. Right. Because it's cooler to have clothes that are too small. Well, when it's too big, you feel like you're six years old. Right. I almost went with too, five. I changed it to six for some reason. When it's too small, you feel like you're Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And that. Or like Ryan Gosling, who wears suits. I get that he's super fit, and the cool thing is to have like slim fits. Right. But he wears suits sometimes that like it looks silly how tight it is. Because now you don't look manly. Now you look like a fucking millennial that's trying to be all hip. You know what I'm saying? I think I know what you were saying. He's right. Jesus Christ. The listeners are going, Jesus, is this another episode? Is this what you guys do? It's another fucking episode. Oh, my God. But now we have a webcam, so it's a webisode. Yeah, this can't be the first fucking cam one, dude. No, no, no. There's no. no way. There's no fucking way. No. This was just to see if it works. And it does. And it works. So next, that's so that's what this episode is. This episode is us seeing if the camera works so that when we have a good episode, we know it works. wonder how much of a pain in the ass. Well, see, this is why... The subscribers should just give us money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because then our production value would skyrocket. If we could just get four bucks a month from our subscribers, I mean, we could fucking uh, we could <sighs> fucking kill it. Sorry, were you saying something? Uh, nah, it wasn't important. Right. Um, fuck, I wish I could remember the important fucking thing I had to say. What are, what's going on in the world? Uh, did you watch Dave Chappelle's new special? Nope. Oh, also, Squid, Ga- Squid Games? Yeah, that's on my list. I haven't seen it yet. Here's the thing, dude. Wait, you like shit like that? Well, here's the thing, dude. Uh, everyone's like, oh, have you fucking seen Squid Games? And I'm like, no. They're like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, is it good? They're like, well, it's all right. I can't get past the, the overdubbing, and like, it's really not that good. But you should watch it. Right, it's yeah. Like, so you want me to suffer I've, through like six episodes of shitty Japanese well, Korean all, overdubbing? And you don't go dubbed. Well, that that's for children. Also, have you seen? You go subtitle. Yeah, this a is a big argument. But here's the. I'll get it's into not, that. It's not. It's like arguing that fucking. I don't know. Well, go ahead. I can't think of metaphors. I'll get into that in about two fucking seconds, Jared. One, two, um, like fifteen seconds. Okay, but uh. The thing is with that is it's that's what I was going to say. There's a chart of things that have been on Netflix that have been really popular and like Stranger Things is like this big. Yep. Um, something else is like that big. And then Squid Games is like fucking 10 times the popularity. Yeah. And everyone that I ask about it is nobody has been like, dude, it's amazing. You have to see it. No. Cause not it's, a single person. Because it's probably not. Like I'm going to watch Squid Games. Um, but it's, it's probably just going to be like, okay. But what I think the reason for that is, is they did a really good job, I guess, like sort of artistically filming it, but just the marketing with the faces and the shapes and it's so mysterious. And then like the clips is just like these, all these colorful shots. Very colorful. And so it just makes you very curious. Yeah. Cause it, it doesn't look like anything else. Right. So people are just watching it cause they're very curious. Not because they think, oh my God, that looks really fucking good. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. So power to the people that marketed that shit. 
And uh, what was the thing? And I was most Korean shit. I love Korean shit. Not saying I'm gonna love Squid Games, but a Korean poop. I'm more. Um, I'm more. Well, I love North Korean movies. Like you love Parasite, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, I love Parasite, but I love all of that guy's movies, like Snowpiercer. All right. So the fucking subtitle overdub argument. Yes. I know that the purists and shit say just fucking read the goddamn subtitles and use this this the Korean audio, right? Yeah. Fine. But then I'm spending the whole time with my eyes on the bottom of the screen just reading text and I can't even look at the fucking frame. So that is true. That is the one I- Either way there's a trade-off. So one the trade-off is you're not hearing any of the actors acting right you're hearing like completely removed losers right reading a script that's been translated in a nice quiet recording studio right feigning the emotions that are portrayed on screen so that's that trade-off i think is a bigger price to pay than you know my eyes not getting the full scope of what's going on but that is a fair point because i do agree you do miss a lot of visual shit when you're reading the you know the bottom three inches of the screen because i some people may or may not have heard about this maybe i haven't talked about it but i watched like anime last fucking i started an anime like two weeks ago and now i'm a fucking weeb dude now i have like a fucking wait a minute japanese shirt with fucking noodles on it and shit that's a cool shirt i'm not a weeb but um Fucking started it with the subtitles and the Japanese audio. Okay. And then I was just like, fuck this, dude. I can't even see what's happening because I'm reading the whole fucking time. Wait, but isn't that a cartoon? It is a cartoon. Wait, so that's not even... There's no reason to do subtitles then because either way, it's a person in a studio recording booth (laughs) saying the words. All right, I see your fucking point, dude. Calm the fuck down. All right. But either way... In that case, I use the English subtitles. They're like, no shit, dude. I don't know. It's just... No, I get it. I, you know... Listen, it's a mixed blessing. I want to watch a movie. I want to watch the work the director did. Totally. I don't want to read a book with the TV on on the background. Listen, it's a fair argument. You're goddamn right it is. It's fucking fair fuck. It's a fair argument. Uh, But yeah, no, a lot of things suck. and, And I'm becoming... More cynical. So remember last week when I made the announcement that I don't like music anymore? Yeah, I do. And that's true, by the way. Also, last week's episode was a flow, so that makes this one an ebb. Yeah. So that's why we're fucked. This it's is like, an episode. Yeah. If we could do two flow episodes the fucking back to back, like end. that'd be great. But then you'd We've have done like, before. If we did two flow episodes, then you'd have two episodes. You Maybe. I mean? Maybe, unless there was like a damn episode, which kind of slow down the yeah. wild ebbing maybe i don't know fluid dynamics or something yeah i don't know either yeah but go ahead whatever um whatever fuck wait what the hell was i talking about fuck um god damn it this really is a goddamn episode son of a bitch uh, i don't really know it doesn't really what matter what the hell is even that oh so i figured out i don't like music anymore yep and I don't like movies anymore because here's the problem. There's going to be exceptions. Movies 
made after 2015, it turns out, suck. Really? Overall. There's always going to be an anecdote. But it's so anecdotal. It's like knowing a 95-year-old that has smoked three packs a day their whole life and, uh, you know, got cocked every night. Right. You, you're going to go, yeah, that person, like, lived till 90, but... That's, you know, that's an anecdote. It's not even worth mentioning. Right. Because um, I love uh, Parasite, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's still been some some movies that sneak in. Right. Netflix movies now, fucking trash. Suck donkey balls. And here's the thing. This is it. Uh, when it comes to movies. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't like any sort of rules. Oh, I'll watch the weirdest shit. I'm a David Lynch fan. Good lord. I can watch any movie. Okay. Except for... So this isn't the musings of some square that can't get with the changing times. Season three of some peaks. But when every single fucking movie is the hero is some fucking girl that rolls her eyes at her parents and like all of her friends are... Like, here's the thing. I don't care if... If there's a movie with a trans person in it, I know trans people exist. But if you leave your house, go to work, go food shopping, go to a fucking, I don't know, public event and come home, you're maybe going to see like one trans person every three weeks. When you watch Netflix, it's like half the population. Right. And you go, all right, we're getting a little overdrawn here in our, you know, pandering. Mm. And then, and then I start thinking like they think I'm stupid. Well, they do. And did. then I start watching it, and I go, "This whole movie is condescending, and it's lame and predictable, and it thinks it's being brave while just espousing the most mainstream opinions on everything, and it drives me fucking nuts." Dude, calm down, Jesus Christ. So that's why most movies on Netflix suck. There's still some good ones, but right? that's I think. I think with foreign films, they tend to be really good still. Good because they're not. Um, oh, I don't know. They're not as lame yet. Right. They haven't been. Uh, but that Boone Ho guy that did. Uh, I don't think he did Squid Games. Boone Ho. He's the one that did um, Parasite. He's fucking awesome. Oh, that fucking guy. Dude. Oh, oh. And then there was a show. This guy. Hold on. This guy. Um, mm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. He had that show, The Innocent. Sounds familiar. <laughs> on Netflix. Yep. That one you gotta watch subtitles. Oriel Paolo. Damn subtitles. This guy Bullshit. is fucking awesome. He's Spanish. All of his movies. Watch The Invisible Guest. Didn't I think I you watch did that? watch The Invisible Guest. His movies are so good. Back. Was that the one with the kid? The hit the kid in the car. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I saw the. I love that. that. I love that movie. Fuck. That movie was good as fuck. But anyway, that's my little rant on Netflix. But that's why I think I'm starting to become a, uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking, what do you call it? What did I say before? A guy who's never happy? DK Landers. What is it? Oh, a fucking. um, I just said it. When you just nothing pleases you, you just think everything sucks. A uh, cynic. Yeah, I become a cynical asshole. <laughs> I become a cynic. B 
become. Although Darman still does give me the tingles. I love Darman. He get, he gets you fucking going, dude. The thing I love about Darman is you can pick any episode. Obviously, there is a slight hierarchy. Mm. Some stick out, like right. the kid, uh, the if you're gay, gay can't play. Right. That Naturally. Ep- that episode. The skateboarder was one. Fucking hilarious. LGDP, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus. Plus. And then, um, and, and then, uh, let the boy walk. You know, there's some darn man that the are dog, really, really one. good. Yes, that it's one's really good. The hot dog one may be my favorite. With Bill Gates. Maybe I shouldn't put my phone. <laughs> the Bill Gates <laughs> one is great. Where you, the Bill Gates discovers that the richest man in the world owns a failing newspaper stand <laughs> in the lobby of his business. Um, uh, and I love when they go, God. I love when they explain the metaphor. So, like, when you're watching the Bill Gates one. Yeah. And oh, also something I noticed is in anime they say so you see all the fucking time. Really? So I'm wondering if Darman is an anime guy. I bet he is. Probably is. But um, another reason to love Darman. But the Bill Gates one. So obviously Bill Gates. I don't know if it's him or Be- I think Bezos is technically the richest guy in the world. But I'm gonna give Darman the benefit of the doubt that when he made that video, Bill Gates was the richest man in the world. Okay. So. We get the paradigm here. So the richest man in the world says, no, I'm not the richest man in the world. And then tells this guy with a great attitude who loves his family. So anyone with an IQ above room temperature knows he's speaking figuratively. And then Darman overwrites it and ruins it. So Bill Gates has to explain the figurative nature of it. Right. So you see. So you see. He is the richest man in the world. And you just go, come on, Dar. He has less money, but he's rich in happiness, you see. Because wealth can't be measured by dollars. You see. Oh, dude, also, I appreciate what this fucking guy did today. Who, Dar? No, no, not that fucking guy. Went to, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's Dar. Like, when you say Dar man, you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Right, it needs to be said as one thing. Right, you can't just be like, yo, Dar. (laughs) <laughs> Dar, um, get into his. Uh, was checking out a market basket, right? And the bagger bagged everything real quick and said, "Like, thanks so much for coming in today. Have a nice day." And I was still paying. Oh, so you had to sit there. So th- I was like, "Thanks, stand man. there. Thanks, man. You too." And then stand stood there for another like thirty seconds. But I appreciate that he was being super efficient. Yes. He's like, I finished. So now it's almost like he did. He's now punished by the awkwardness of his own that his own speed has caused. But what he's doing though is reclaim he's reclaiming his time. I'm reclaiming the my gentleman, time. The gentleman will reclaim his time. I'm reclaiming my time. The the gentleman will yield. The gentleman will reclaim his time. The gentleman will yield. Um so he just was like done, dude. He's like, I finished. Now I can enjoy 45 seconds of free time yes. until the next person comes where I can just stand here and think about my other thoughts. Yep. So I think that was brilliant. That is brilliant. Little awkward for me, but brilliant on his part. It was brilliant and gave me faith that this episode does have hope when an interesting story like that comes along. Yeah. 
Right. But I've been keeping track also of every time I do go through the checkout line, I'll say thank you to the cashier and then deliberately say thank you to the bagger. Yeah. And the bagger acknowledges my thank you uh, 4.2% of the time. Well, it's good. So it's funny with going through Market Basket because you kind of learn the process. So the first thing you learn is to say debit exact. Yeah. Oh, that goes. With the, yeah. Without saying. Um, and then you learn to individually thank them. Right. Because I will say, dude, they fucking work hard. They rip and tear. I mean, because you can't stop. No. It's not one of those jobs where you can like kind of be lazy about it. Right. I mean, there's obviously shitty baggers out there. Oh, yeah. But you can't be like egregiously malaise. There's like the crazy kid dude that's always in there and he's like... um. He's always bagging and like talking to himself, but he's rattling oh, off. Oh, I know that kid. Conspiracy oh, wait, theories. No, it's in Seabrook, yeah. All right, there's one in Haverly does that. He'll be like, well, because you know they they ship over 200 million tons of plastic to China every year, and all China does with that plastic is they just burn it. So what's the point of even sending it over there? Why don't we just burn it? You know, it's like it's like we'd just be saving all the fuel of sending it to China, and, oh, and it's like true. that's just that's just what he does. He just like says that, and he's saying it to himself. He's not he's talking like, to anybody. Turning the freaking frogs gay. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, totally, man. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Well, what's funny about plastics is. Well, don't dive too deep into that. I no, no, I won't. Yeah, yeah. But okay. uh, if so, obviously, everyone's forgetting plastics out of the ocean. Plus magnets. How do those work? Well, that's, you know, let's leave that to the ICP. Right. But the everyone is for getting plastic out of the water. Right. Like yep. the ocean. Yep. But then you can't complain when. We just fucking burn it. Right. Because that's how to get rid of it. Right. It is weird that plastic is one of the few things that you just can't get rid of. No, not really. I do remember Other there than Mark was... Mark the Shark, styrofoam, right. and plastic. There was like a college student that invented some bacteria that dissolved plastic, which I thought was pretty cool. Found whatever happened what? to that. Is he not rich and famous? No idea. But um, also people are like... Oh man, fucking global warming, and we need to do clean fucking emissions and reduce carbon, and we need to be more like China because they're so great. It's like, dude, China's the dirtiest place ever, and like ninety percent of their energy comes from coal. I watched, uh, well, and and they're just burning all the plastic that we're getting rid of. Well, so when these dummies, according to them, talk about electric cars and windmills. And solar panels. What do you think happens when we make those things? We burn coal and chemicals and shit. Well, to the make real them. acid test for whether these people know anything is if you're an environmentalist and you have a working brain, you would be pro-nuclear. It's right. literally the cleanest form of energy we have. I don't think a single person in America has died from nuclear waste. It goes down in a fucking salt mine, and they always go, oh, Chernobyl. And then you go, wait, Chernobyl? Wasn't that in the fucking Soviet Union? Wasn't that in a country where the government controlled the energy sector? Mm. So so the disaster, so you want the government to control the energy sector. And when I say, no, no, we already have nuclear power, you point to a country where the government ran the energy sector. Right. 
And also, I mean, people definitely died from nuclear waste, but not recently. I don't know how many people in America have died from from an actual malfunctioning power plant. Right. That's a different. Yep. Cool. I mean, we can look it up, but I don't think uh, that many people have died from any sort of malfunction in a nuclear power plant. Right. In the United Which States. is fine. That's a different statement than you originally said. For folks, he's right. That's why I. It's a difference between an elephant and an like elephant that. seal. That's correct. Um, but one yeah, thing yeah. I do want to go, you have to watch An Inconvenient Truth. I watched this maybe a year ago. Mm. I would say 89% of every single prediction that movie asserts not only didn't come true, but the opposite happened. Right. So I think one day we should do an Inconvenient Truth viewing. I think that sounds fucking great. And we just marvel at the stupidity that is still taken seriously. You know? Jesus Christ. That wasn't me, dude. Dude, that was disgusting. I just was sitting here like this. So it definitely wasn't me. It definitely was, yeah, you're right, because reviewing the footage, I didn't right. see your mouth move. Something like that. Yeah. It was just hanging out. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, dude. What else? Um. All right, so we're like forty-five minutes in now. Probably less. God, Forty. Yeah, yeah. Fucking getting there, man. Fucking getting there. What the fuck? Um. Anyway, sh- what did you do for? Did you have uh Columbus Day off or no? You didn't, right? Did. Had it off somehow. Oh, you did. Yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude. Fucking had it off. Uh, was that dinner? And everyone was like, oh, you got fucking tomorrow off? I was like, no. And Katie was like, um, yeah, we do. I was like, oh, not working tomorrow. Cool. Fucking, yeah, don't have work tomorrow, so. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, right. Did you know that Christopher Columbus mm. never committed genocide? And that everything these people say about him? Isn't true. These people. Unless they think a genocide means going to a foreign land and accidentally bringing livestock with diseases that kills like 95% of a population. Right. Maybe that's what they mean. Well, when did the discovery of germs come into play? Oh, I knew this at one point. I don't think it was in the 1490s. Uh, no, it wasn't. I think, I think it, it was, was like 100 or 200 was years it after. Like the 18- Hold on. Let's find out. Yeah, it was the 1800s because it was when the doctors were killing all the... Uh, they were accidentally killing all the pregnant women. Because they would go down in the morgue and then be fucking, you know, discovering anatomical things with scalpels. And then just going up and like delivering babies. 1861. Okay, so so when you call them out on the genocide thing. Yep. You go, no, no, no. A genocide is a systemic killing of a race, ethnic group, or just a group of people. Right, systemic, yeah. So like. Inherently systemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go, and then you go, oh, well. Actually, most of the indigenous people died from diseases that the Europeans brought. 
Yeah, racist diseases. Then they go, well, yeah, but they knew that. And then you go, no, if you said to Christopher Columbus, I'm thinking there are these microbes, these invisible germs. Just tiny little things. That spread. They'd go, uh, what? So small. Dude, I think you're like 400 years early. They're so small you can't see them, but they'll, they'll go up your nose and kill you. They would go... You're a fucking psychopath. No, I'm just fucking ahead of my time, dude. Fuck you, you guys. You and don't then that guy it. dies of germs. Right. Right, dude. Anyway, I'm just thinking of them turning the freaking frogs gay. Right. Um. What else? Fuck. What else, dude? What a bummer. I won some money at Kino this weekend. How much? Sixty bucks. Holy shit. Spent 70. Fucking kidding me? Oh, wow. Right, dude. But, dude, to be at a bar for five hours playing Kino the entire time and only walk away with the $10 loss. Oh, that's great. That's a win in my book. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's It's like, like when people say golf's expensive. Compared to what? What else can you do? Where can you go where you do an activity with your friends? For five hours, yep, completely on your own, no one around to see your behavior, right? Drinking beer out in the woods, you know how much money you'd have to pay to do something similar to that. Here's the thing: is I know Jeff Bergeron just went, well, you could play disc golf for free, you fucking moron. Yeah, but it's different. It is different. I'd much rather play regular golf. I like disc golf, but regular golf's better. Way better. You get to ride in a cart, a fucking lady in a beer cart. Yeah, comes along a fucking truck full of ice cold beverages and snacks. Are you fucking kidding and me? Sometimes like hamburgers and shit. You can rip butts if you want. You can rip so many. Well, I guess you can do that with here. disc golf too, right? Yeah, but the thing about disc golf is you're always like, you're walking through the woods, and and like, I don't fucking know. I feel like the chances of you having a tick after disc golf are like eighty four percent. I agree. Where with golf, it's like thirteen percent. Like I've never and I and I do like disc golf a lot, so Geff. Yeah, it's fine, dude. I just regular regular Geff, I hope you don't lose your yeah. listenership because it really is appreciated. Right. And same thing. If Michaela's listening, don't tell don't tell Geff what we're saying. Yeah, Because I'm pro don't fucking tell him Jesus I'm pro Christ. disc golf, okay? And I haven't disc golfed that much, so I'm kind of being unfair here. But I uh like if I'm playing well, I, I was going to say uh, Owl's Nest, but you just associate that with fucking dragging oh, along with Joey. So let me think of a different experience. Yeah. Like when when we're getting cocked playing, uh, fact. I don't know, Four Oaks fact. Yeah. I have never had a similar experience to disc golf fun-wise. No, me either. And also with the golf carts, you, you throw your shit. You don't have to carry oh, anything. It's like having a purse. It really is. You know? It's like having a giant purse. A huge purse with all your shit. It's fucking great, fuck. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty fucking great. Golf fuck. really is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Next to sex and wokeism. Ah. 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 A lot of people said, you're not going to make it. You're not going to be. President of the United States. So you know Everything what? woke turns to shit. That was loud. You know what I said? What did you say, Mr. President? I can't quite remember, but it was something really good. It was fantastic. So you got that nice breathy. 
And then you have certain words like I to me he owns the word frankly. Frankly, we're not sure. Yeah. Like that one was pretty good. I if I start the phrase with either frankly or a lot of people. I'm pretty much a lot of people. Yeah. If I started with something else, I'm or like not the best. I gotta like find yeah. I gotta like find it on the way. You know what I mean? Because you gotta start a little aggressive. Yeah. And then you lighten up. Yeah. And then you explain yourself. I'm not actually mad, frankly. Frankly, you gotta start somewhere. You know, it's a lot of people out there that don't like me. It's sleepy Joe, he says. Little sleepy Joe. So little, so small, and sleepy. A lot of people said he was bigger. He's not that big. I wonder how Sleepy Joe's doing. Oh, he's probably fucking basically dead. What's gonna? Who's gonna be president, dude? Uh, in like two years. Probably. 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 Greta Thunderbagger. So if you're, if you like enthusiastically voted for Biden. Like not like uh, not people that are like oh, I fucking hate Trump I just want him out and I guess I'll I guess I'll vote for this fucking guy. There's a lot of those people, mm. but I'm talking about the people that were like, no, this administration is going to be fucking great. Well, and when you when you go to those people and you go, are you still glad you voted for Biden? They go, yup, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, but they like, go, okay, dude, but the. Of that group, does anyone look at Kamala and not like secretly cringe the entire time? Ugh. Like when I watch her, all of my muscles tense up. It's oh, like yeah. it's like watching um You you make this remember face. when Michael Scott rips up Holly's uh concert tickets? Oh yeah. Cause so he's like oh, you fucking idiot. He's like, I'm gonna buy them for from you. And then so she's like blushing, she's excited that like he's thinking he's gonna take her. Yeah. And then he rips them up. That's what I feel like every time I see Kamala. And right. Even her fans have to hate the laugh, right? Have to. She has fans? Are you kidding me? Well, th- my favorite is, quick, s- what do you like about Kamala, but you can't mention her race or gender? Well, and then they, like, go, uh, they go, um... I like that she wears... Because if you don't say that, if you go, what do you like about Kamala? They'll say, well, she like broke the glass ceiling and... You know, so she showed the world that you, a woman, and then you go, okay, stunning okay. and brave. So I'm talking about the stuff she's responsible for, not an accident of history. Well, I like that she like wears like sneakers, so she's like casual. No, 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 not appear. You can't do appearance. No, no, no. do something about her personality. Uh, and they go, oh shit, I think I'm getting a call. She, uh, uh well, gotta go. Check, please. Oh, that's a lot. Hello, you got a bass. We played the first thing that came to our heads, and it just so happened to be the best song in the world. If I had to pick um, eight, no, seven living celebrities to go to a dinner party with, he would be one of them. Yeah, I'd say without, without even question. And the uh. rest would probably be... Probably be Kamala would be one, because I would just try Jesus to. I would Christ. go. Was this, is this dinner for schmucks? I would just say, listen, I don't care about our political differences. That's fine. But like, what? What do you? 
I'm going to give you a quiz from a second grade class from Miss Honeybee's second <laughs> Miss Honeybee's second grade class, and I just want to see how you do on it. And then she starts laughing. Dude, Miss Honey? I'm going to say, there's a guy behind you that's going to dump a bucket of cold water on your head if you laugh. And so just know that, and now we're going to have dinner. She'd go. (laughs) (laughs) She's soaked immediately. Oh, God. Dude, Miss Honey is like the best. For Matilda? Oh, God. I fucking love Miss Honey. I was always Team Trunchbull. Okay. Dude, I swear she's been naked, that actress. You gotta be kidding me. Because I went to look one time. I actually love the movie Matilda. Me me the fuck too, dude. The soundtrack is fire. You know who directed that? Trivia question. Um I don't know, but I'm gonna guess. Guess. Fuck. Would I actually know? I'm I'm not saying you would know, but it's very plausible that you'd guess it. Hmm. I'm just going to pass. What, who? Danny DeVito. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, I'm like Louis C.K.? Whoa, Trunchbull looks way different. Pam Ferris. She hot as fuck now? I mean, she's improved. A lot of people have said she was good looking, but she's not. Way more normal looking than... Uh, she's a loser. Than the Trunch. Yeah, it doesn't look like the Trunch. Let me just type in her name, Nude. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Uh, it's not as bad as I remember. Oh, now there's just a bunch of naked pictures in here. Jesus. Of her? Good lord. Yeah. I thought she was more trunchy. That's the other thing, too, dude, is anime is basically porno. Yeah, dude. Did you know about this? Yes. You knew? Dude, if you go to Why J- didn't you fucking tell me? I did. We talked about this last week. On the podcast? Dude, if you go to Japan... The only acceptable form of dudes getting horny is anime. All anime is is but, a way to to appease sexually repressed men in a society where whacking off in the bathroom is is blasphemous. Okay. So I always thought that there were there were just two separate avenues. And there was hentai, which was porn, and there was anime, which was just just childish fun. I would say anime is Led Zeppelin and hentai is Greta Van Fleet. It's one is parasitic to the other. Well, I think you would flip those though. No, because anime was designed to be a vehicle for dudes to see something pornographic. I disagree. It was, dude. That was very anime-ish. Anime-esque. And then I get the fucking thing pulsing on my head. Yeah. Um, No, but... But that's what hentai is. But no, but anime came first, right? And then hentai just said, why don't we just cut to the chase and just do a bunch of anime with their fucking tits out getting fucked? Yeah, basically. So that's what I'm saying. But that's only getting fucked. Anime has like a storyline. Yes, because anime had to, pardon the expression, Trojan horse in Mm. the pornographic imagery. That was a perfect, that was a perfect uh, analogy. Yeah, sure. Um, and then Hentai said, well, all the Americans that can Rob- access porn whenever they want. Robert Hentai, right? They're going to be a little bored with anime because they're not sexually repressed. So let's give, let's ratchet it up. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. And like the, the anime is is not girls like getting fucked. 
it's just like no it's the anatomical tons, convulsing yeah tons of like perfect huge cleavage shimmering cleavage cleavage yeah the cleavage is the main thing yeah lots of cleavage but you have to understand these this is a culture where it's totally normal mm. for a 35 year old phd candidate to have a hello kitty backpack right it's it's a different society like we're in America used to seeing thirteen year olds smoking Marlboro Reds and whacking off to fucking Pamela Anderson. Right. Yeah. Right. But over there, it's a little different. Over there, the suicide rate is or it used to be high. I don't know if it still is. And by the way, I, I actually I would love to go to Japan. I'm pro Japan. Yeah, me too. I'm pro Japan. Um, I'm anti China. I, I actually do love Japan. Anti China, pro Japan. Yeah. I have Japanese steak knives for fuck's sake. And chef's knife, dude. Well, I think and I'm wearing a fucking. Ja- I'm wearing a goddamn, yeah, Japanese shirt. It's true. Supposedly this says like bon appetit, but not bon appetit, but like basically what it's it is. Bon appetit. Yeah, it says hentai titties right here. I'm telling you, anime is Morse code. From this is news to me. From man. your brain to your dick. This was news to me. I thought that I was. I thought I had accidentally started watching a little bit more of an extra racy anime. No, that's anime. I know. I didn't know. I know. I didn't fucking know, dude. So we played the first thing that came to our heads. It just so happened to be the best song in the world. Ah, Jack Black. He's the best. If you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, well, one, you'll get five choices. Sorry. That was disgusting. Look into my eyes. What's one person you would, you would eat with that was dead? They have to be dead? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, it doesn't have to be the one. Probably. Hmm, give me like, give me like two. Chris Farley. Ooh. How's that? You like that? Like that for a fucking answer? I love that answer. We played the first thing that came to our heads. It just so happened to be. What do you got queuing up here? I'm going to find some porno real quick. Some anime. Dude, that that friggin' Kitchen Wars, whatever yeah, it is. That's what this is. Because that's the only anime is I've ever food watched. Food Wars? Food Wars. I already drank two of these, fuck. You drank two of those, fuck? Dude, if anyone wants to watch. I couldn't believe how fucking. I was getting like turned on watching that, dude. Yeah, like this is really mellow. She's right like here. orgasming. To taste my food, I, I do. Please, you can't even my see it with the fucking camera. Like <laughs> greedy little girl. God damn it! But she's just like oh, looking at no. her. If this is a radio show, guys would be swerving I'm off so the road. Sorry, Miss Serena. Well, okay, but not until we make our report. Zero candidates passed. Uh-huh. Like, why is she so fucking? Excuse me. Horny. Uh, yeah. So I can just make whatever I want. What? Um, hold on, let me find some really fucked up shit. We played the first thing that came to it. Oh, here we go. This is definitely it. This is going to be fucking really good. You can't fucking see it in the camera. Hold on. What if I turn the fucking brightness down, dude? How would that do? How would that? Although we're not even airing this, 
<laughs> the heat from the rice is melting it. <laughs> and as it yeah. melts, it coats more and more of the rice. Oh my god, that's amazing. It coats the rice when it melts. What is this aroma? Is it chicken? <gasps> Fucking delicate chicken, scent dude? of slow simmered chicken is gradually building. Oh my god, it's building. Dude. I get it. Transforming furry cocky rice. Oh my it is gosh, completely she just said cock. This is really sucking. Find out what it tastes like. Just wait till she eats it, dude. You just fucking wait. Visual, this. dude. I will go ahead and take a bite. One. <laughs> Shut up and give me that bowl, you idiot. Yeah, you idiot. Order up. <laughs> oh my. <sighs> Come on, hurry up. This is supposed to be the beauty of the video is that I can put this in the bottom corner without doing this. Oh. <laughs> I love how anytime they eat something, they go. Oh. Yeah, they're very. Uh, can you fucking I don't, see I don't it, know dude? The word. <sighs> Sucks. God damn it! <gasps> What's going on? I was just tasting it. I forgot to judge it. <sighs> dude, whatever. What is no, that no, no, no. That illustrated your point nicely. But it did. That was. It didn't even happen yet. If if uh, she didn't even start jizzing. Yet. If if porn was banned. Starting tomorrow, and the internet was scrubbed of porn. That would work for ninety percent of guys that are used yeah. to whacking up to porn. Right. It'd be fine, just fine. It really is like the cream friche episode, though. Like it's it's almost straight out of that that episode. Cream friche. Yeah, that's true. Sharon, be honest. Have you whacked off to Food Wars yet? No. Okay. I'm. Next Saturday, I have like an hour set aside. That's my plan, but not yet. Yeah, let me know how it goes. He goes, he goes. Oh, where is it? Where is it? It's somewhere around here. Sharon, have you seen my cream friche? And he's like looking in the bedroom, like dressing. Like, how many places could cream friche be? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, and then I love the shake, the shake weight one, with an after like. I'm sure, kids are change. Yeah. Do you need like bus fare or something? Yeah. Here's some money for a cab fare. <laughs> Here's the thing. When so now that I'm hanging out with my Zoomer cousins more and more. Mm. And I love them. They're all awesome kids. Fine, just fine. Uh, but I'm fascinated because it's completely different than we were. Like they have no interest in going to a bar on a Friday night. Lame. And uh and also they my Fucking brain, dude. Sucks. It really does suck. Dude, mine this is not even how I feel. My I wish I could restart sucks. it like when you um when you drown in the pool and you're declared dead and then they zap you back to life. Yeah. Do you think that does the same thing that to your brain when you restart your computer? Probably not. Yeah, you probably get worse actually. Yeah. You could always get a lobotomy. So it doesn't kill you, makes you weaker. Um yeah, you could get a lobotomy. But like a lobotomy just makes you happier but stupid, right? No, a lobotomy basically makes you vegetated. So where you're you're literally just this blob that just is fine to sit around wasn't in a it, chair sleeping all day. Wasn't it like almost like a um fad though to like get unhappy people lobotomies? Yeah, they did a lot in the fifties. Like JFK's sister, they just fucking lobotomized her. And it just, you're a vegetable, that's it? You're not a vegetable. Like, you can still 
walk, but like you can't have like a conversation with a lobotomized person. Right. They're just kind of like, like, did you ever see One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yes. So you know when R.P. McMurphy at the end? Well, that's a, doesn't that the shock therapy thing? Well, yeah, they do that. And the shock therapy was supposed to make you less violent. Right. No, but then at the end of the movie, it's the saddest ending to the movie, to any movie ever. Not literally, but I, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So it's up there for me. But they lobotomize R.P. McMurphy. So when when fucking the chief at the end of the movie, because Nurse Ratchet threatens to tell Billy Billy Bibbit that they that he slept, she threatens to tell his mom that he slept with the fucking prostitute. Right. So when he kills himself. He he goes into the doctor's office and he like breaks a bottle and right and slits his throat. Right. So R.P. McMurphy. Is so enraged at Nurse Ratchet, right, that he fucking tries to strangle her to death. Mm. So then they fucking at the end they lobotomize him, and he goes back to his bed, and then the chief sees him. The chief's like McMurphy, let's break out tonight. Like I'm ready to go, and he's just like fucking, his eyes roll oh, back. Yeah, in his that's head. right. And then he fucking puts the pillow over Murphy's that's right. face because yep. he wants to free him from the state. Right. That's what a lobotomy is. Right. So you're really just fucking toast. Damn it. A lobotomy is is basically a legal form of murder because even though you're alive, yeah, you're basically just a waste of space. Right. You know? So when the Kennedys had their daughter who was insane, mm. they just fucking took a chunk of her brain out and then she was basically just like, it's like having a fucking turtle. Right. You just feed it twice a day. Yep. And it doesn't bother you anymore. Right. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's fucked up, dude. Fucked so, yeah, to answer your question, I could get a little bottomy <laughs> to help my brain waves. Yeah, right. You know, you should well, take I'd rather a... have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> oh, you should take a B12, vitamin B12. Is that for ED? No, it's for brain, nervous, func- nervous system function and brain. Is that the stuff that Rogan takes? Well, he takes uh, like a... Do you take B12? Big supplement combination of shit. I did. I haven't, like, lately. I should, though, because my brain fucking blows, dude. Mm. You know? Did you ever hear that old joke about the two old guys? The one guy's Alzheimer's? Why don't you tell it? So the guy's like, oh, I've been taking these uh, memory pills Mm. that have been helping me out. Yep. And then uh, his fr- so then his friend is over, and he's like, "Oh, f- uh, Phil, what's the name of the uh, those memory pills you've been taking?" And then Phil's like, uh, "What's the um, what's that type of flower? That's like uh, you know people." And the guy's like, "Ah, fucking, uh, I'm butchering this joke." He's like, "Like a fucking dandelion?" He's like, "No, no, no, it's." Uh, People, you know, you give it to a woman, and the guy's like a carnation. And he's like, no, no, no. And the guy's like a rose. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, Rose, what's the name of that uh, memory medication that I take? <laughs> Jeez, so it's not very good medication, clearly. Right. That's the joke. That joke is fresh out of 1922. Good Lord. I bet if you buy this hat, they give you a free bowl of soup. Oh, looks good on you, though. <laughs> Ah, Ronnie Dangerfield. Ah, classic. 
Dude, he was the fucking best. I remember how I heard Norm MacDonald tell this story. Yeah. So he loved uh, Rodney Dangerfield and got to like open for him when he was uh, just starting out. And so when Norm, so he became friends with Rodney. Yeah. Who was obviously the fucking king of like one-liner jokes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Norm had this buddy that wasn't a comedian, but he had this one joke. That Norm thought it was like the funniest fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. So he all he told everyone this joke. Norm did. And uh, so he's like, I'm going to fucking tell Ronnie. So the joke was, so he goes, Ronnie, my friend is not a comedian, but he has this one joke he came up with that's so fucking funny. And the joke is, um, uh, it's like the, so the premise is like the guy's like a closeted gay guy. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. So he goes to his friend. He goes, "Hey, want to play hide and go seek? If you catch me, uh, you'll you." He goes, "Let's play hide and go seek. I'll hide, and then if you find me, I'll suck your cock." And then the guy goes, "Okay, and what if I don't find you?" And the guy goes, "I'll be behind the couch." <laughs> and it really is a hilarious joke. And then he tells Ronnie this, and Ronnie just looks at him and goes, "Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm not much for jokes." Which is just such a classic Rodney Dangerfield move. Oh, geez. You know his first movie ever was Caddyshack? I didn't know that. His first movie. Didn't fucking know. Dude, these guys that get discovered when they're like 50. Yep. Must be bizarre. Yeah, that Like, remember bizarre. Los Lonely Boys? Oh, fuck. Los Lonely Boys? Yeah. Here, I'll play it for you. Was that with... um? You'll know this song. Easy now. Shit, sorry. Jesus Christ. Hey, you're the one that put your shit in front of the cable. Yeah, that's true. Los Lonely Boys. They were fucking awesome, dude. Am I thinking of like Chevy Chase and... Um... No, no, no. It's a band. It's not like the Blues Brothers or something. What the fuck am I thinking of? Los Hombres? They're fucking awesome guitar players. But dude, these guys were like fucking... I don't know. Also, I don't think... 40 you, I don't think you know this, but you say fagging like in a very specific... Tim Sullivan way. Really? Yeah. Your fucking has a G in it. And it's it's A-U. It's like F-U-A-G-K-I-N. Fucking. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So like fucking. I do have to swear. I have to swear way less because it does annoy Not me. Not necessarily. It does annoy me when I listen back to our episodes. But you say fucking. I'll fucking. fucking lie. Oh, yeah. That song rips. Dude. That song is fucking awesome. What are they? these fucking dickheads called? Los Lonely Boys. I thought this was. Uh. I don't even know what I thought this was, like Matchbox 20, and I'm just kidding. Dude, these guys are fucking awesome live. Oh, Buddy Rich is playing at Hampton. Is he? Yeah. Wait. You mean Buddy? Guy. Big guy. Sorry. Oh, I love the windy shot. But this guy's probably like 45. Right. So he's probably been touring his whole life. Yeah. And all of a sudden... This is a great song. Yeah, all song rips, dude. I forgot about this song. Oh, he's, he's got the little goatee. He sure does. Good for them, dude. There's a cross in every shot. I love those guys. Yeah, those guys fucking rip, dude. That was painfully great. What? Hey. Hey, I like, I like that band. All right, that's probably good, dude. That's been like a fucking six and a half hours. That's true. Why don't you come in out of the snowy snow and have some cake?
Congratulations, seriously. Thanks. I wish it didn't require the seriously, but thank you. Uh, next week will hopefully uh, be better. Why are you gay? Because I'll pretend that I'm going to prepare. You are gay. And then the week after I that. I feel like I did have some stuff prepared. and then I, I did too. Here's the thing, though, is you have stuff. If it's not written down, it doesn't exist. Because then I forget it. Because my brain sucks. My brain sucks too. I need to get a lobotomy. I think it's an old, <laughs> I think it's an old guy thing or some shit. Um, we're gonna take vitamin B twelve all this week, every day this week, and then next episode is gonna be a fucking a flow episode. Flow episode, like last week was. Last week fucking ripped. If you didn't like last week, just stop listening. This was like a uh, experiment because we had the um, the fucking camera. We had the camera fuck. Which and then we also had no content. For all I know, nobody will see this because I might just do nothing with it. And I'm gonna try and find something that isn't YouTube. Yeah. What about the? Uh, no, I know the thing that's the not Vimeo? YouTube. No, no, no. no. Uh, I know what it's called. I can't. Parlor. Uh, Infowars. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, what is it? No, I'm gonna think about. How we'll about find it. Ah, uh, never mind. Yeah. It'll be great. It's gonna be fucking great. Um. And just, you know, just send us money or fucking whatever. Write us an email. Or send us, if you don't like the show, that's, that's a fine, better reason dude. to send us money. Right. Because how are we going to improve if we're poverty money. stricken? Exactly. Money makes things better. Mm. Great. Well, that's fucking it, dude. Bye, dude. See ya. I'm so sure can.